We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe even in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on uh, Facebook Live, thanks a lot uh, for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, uh, number one on the East Coast, number two in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. And, of course, this is a call-in talk show. I'm your bridge-building voice right here, helping you build a bridge across race, religion, relationships, any way we can bridge a great divide. We want to help you out. And, of course, if you're new to the show, uh, let me tell you how we roll. Of course, if you're not new, then you're already going to know how to say it with me, so come on. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, that's today, Theological Thursdays, and then, of course, Open Phone and Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today, it's Wisdom Wednesday, and we're going to talk about salvaging failing relationships. Salvaging failing relationships. When should you salvage failing relationships when should you just move on well sometimes we're not always sure and so talking to somebody getting a little bit of help along the way maybe a little wisdom can help give us uh, sort of that directional sign do we go to the left or to the right and so listen if you want to call me talk about a failing relationship whether you should keep it going and growing or abandon it uh, maybe we can talk it through here's my number 888 888- Four three two seven four three four. That number once again eight 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 four three two seven four three four. Or if you want to try to remember the number, just remember the word bridge eight 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 four three bridge. Let's bow for just a short word of prayer. Commit our time to the Lord and our relationships. Lord, we uh, take this time and just say, be with us, give us wisdom, and lead. Those who need to call and who need to get through, help them to do so right now, Lord, that we can talk about the very important thing that you've developed for us, a real gift, actually, relationships. In Jesus' name, we pray together, everyone said, amen and amen. I hear the great.
nation's capital. Well, listen, if you want to call me, my number is 888-443-BRIDGE. We're talking about relationships, and sometimes they don't always succeed. Sometimes they fail. But how do you deal with a failing relationship? How much work do you put into salvaging it with your friend, with your spouse, with your cousin, with your relative? And then when do you just say, you know what, it's time for me to just move on? It's the hardest thing sometimes to be able to keep going and move on when you've had a relationship with someone for so long, you almost feel like you have to grieve something. And guess what? You do. Even when you're called to leave a relationship, even when you're called to move on, to move up, to move at a higher ground, to break company, that doesn't mean that uh, you're not grieving. It doesn't mean that you're not mourning. But it doesn't also mean because you're grieving and mourning that you ought to run back to it. This may be the time that you grieve, you mourn, and then you move on. So not always easy to discern it. That's why we have Wisdom Wednesdays to kind of help you think through how you can discern and gain God's wisdom along the way. A few other ways of getting ho a hold of me, uh, andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com, or embracegracism.com. And I haven't mentioned for a while, but remember, I have an app, Gracism. You can download that free app, and it will take you to everything you need about gracism and God's solution to racism, the books that I've written, and the way that I can even serve you through the Bridge Leader Network, which is our diversity consulting firm. Listen, we are here to serve you, here to help you, so uh, give us a call. I see, uh, Andrew, that you called. Let's see if we get you up on the line here. And uh, uh, Andrew, anybody else you want to uh, give a jingle, now's the time to do it, because when I go to my commercial break, when I get back, I'm immediately going to take your phone calls. But let me give you that number uh, one more time. The number is 888-432-7434, and we're talking about salvaging failing relationships. And here's the question. When should you salvage failing relationships? When should you just move on? Not always the easiest thing to do, right? And guess what? Um, we invest so much into our relationships with other people that sometimes this feels like a failure when the relationship doesn't turn out. But I always look at relationships like seasons, if you will. And that is, if you have a great season when you're really close to someone, uh, enjoy that season. When that time is over, you know, you grieve it but you move on. You do not collect people like you collect items, all right? And some people are that way. They're not going to let a relationship go because it's more like uh, they're collecting people. And the problem with that is you can't value all those collectibles, and people aren't to be collected. They're to be interacted with, engaged with, and loved and served. And if you can't do that well, let that relationship go and move on to another one doesn't mean you can't still be courteous, doesn't mean you still can't be kind and patient, send a Christmas card or letter, uh, take a phone call every now and then, but you're just not going to be besties the way you used to be. Sometimes you got to grieve that and move on. Well, if you want to talk about it, maybe you have some insight, maybe you even have some questions, now's the time to call me. Let me give you the number one more time, and I'm going to run to my break, and as soon as I come back, I'm going right to the phone lines. The number's 888-432-7434.
get in where you fit in. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. to your basement and there was that smell you weren't quite sure what it was mold mildew cracks or blistered paint in your walls well listen you need to call best buy waterproofing they'll come by give you a free inspection and they'll let you know is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home they have more than 30 years of experience and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection all you got to do is give them a call 844-980-3707 one more time here's the number 844-980-3707 or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com and by the way if you do business with them they'll donate five hundred dollars to support my radio ministry so give them a call best buy waterproofing Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you on this Wisdom Wednesday we are talking about salvaging failing relationships, and I'm so glad that, you know, God gives us the ability to survive failing relationships, but sometimes you got to salvage them. Sometimes you got to go to work and pull that thing back out of, out of uh, its dying state and say, you know, let's re-up, let's restore, let's redeem, let's get back to our first love and in this relationship and do the things we did at first. Let's hang out. And then there's sometimes when it's like, uh, yeah, this one, it's, uh, <laughs> what was the old saying? If the horse is dead, dismount. 
<laughs> well, if the relationship is dead, maybe you dismount, okay? So uh, 888-432-7434. My phone lines are now open. So let's go to Fairfax, Virginia, and talk Fairfax, to Perry, Virginia. who's on the line. Perry. Hey, Perry, this is Dr. Anderson. Turn your phone uh, radio down and uh, tell me what you're thinking, my friend. Well, hey, Dr. Anderson. It's been a while since we chatted. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. What are you but, thinking? But I'm always listening in. My man, I appreciate that. So what's going on in uh, Fairfax, Listen, so, Virginia? Well, you know, in, in any relationship, I think that if, if you feel that you're not getting uh, mutual respect, so a lot of times I feel that you should step away from the relationship in order for the relationship to mature. You know, the old saying, you don't miss your water till your well runs dry. Mm. So I think if, if people step back, not mm. that you uh, dissolve the relationship, but you step back and give them an opportunity to see that uh, they need water. You know, that's a good way of looking at it so far. Sometimes you need to take a break. It doesn't mean the relationship is over for good, but sometimes you do have to step back, and that break, that separation, can actually uh, do what you're saying. It can It can make the heart grow fonder. It can make you realize what you're missing. It can help you see the error of your ways. I think that's some wisdom right there, Perry. <laughs> hey, listen, like I said, all relationships, uh, there's a benefit in it. A lot of times we have to step back in order to see the big picture. That's right. Mutual respect is so important as well. Thanks for kicking my show off, okay? Don't worry about it. I'll be listening. You got it. Blessings to you. That's Perry in Fairfax. Virginia. Let's see what Anonymous is talking about. Uh, Anonymous is in Elkridge, Maryland. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for calling. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What's your comment or question today? Okay. Um, so when you're asking about relationships, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's my issue or my friend's issue, but I have best friend in the whole world who's a male okay. and we are like the most compatible pair everybody always assumes we're married when they when they see us together but mm. we're not okay um do you want to be date him i do but Got he's it. he's not moving and budging in that area but um i we dated seriously for about a year the, mm. the christian way okay and at the end of that year, he began asking me questions about, you know, if you would and how would you like and, you know, all the, if you were going to get married again, you know, what kind of ring. He's asking all these questions that men usually ask when they're going to make that move. Mm. And then she all of a sudden he just froze. He froze and, and mm. then basically said, you know what, no, I'm just, I just want to be friends. And mm. he's been... He, he's in therapy about it because it's like I can tell and everyone around him can tell he's in love with me, mm. but it's like he has this fear of failure because he was married maybe about 15 years and his wife had left him. Ah. So he, it's like he, he, he doesn't want – he just he, – he admits he loves me, but he just wants to be friends because he says he's double-minded and he sure. doesn't want to make – he doesn't want to – I'm too good for him. And, well, you know, you know what that like means. He goes on this – yeah. You know what that means, like, right? It's not that – he wants me to move on. But, yeah. but he, his actions don't. Like, yeah. 
his actions, his actions say the opposite, and it's just so confusing. And then, like, sometimes he doesn't, like, he admits, he's like, I can't be around you too much because I'm too attracted to you, and, and it just doesn't make sense to me. How long has it been? How somebody, off and on three years. So I think what I would do, Anonymous, I can already tell from the deep breath you gave when you first started talking and the emotions that I'm sensing from you now, this is very difficult for you. Uh, because you It's like I can't, it's hard to let him go because we're so, everything's, like I love his soul. Yeah, I <laughs> like get it. Everything, I'm, you know. I get it. Here's the question. How long do you want to wait for him? I don't know. I just because if you want to wait, if you want to wait for, if you want to wait for him for another year, that's fine. If you want to wait for him another five years, but you have to put in your own brain, how much longer can I can I handle this before I say, listen, uh, I can't do it anymore. So therefore, unless you bring me a ring, um, then I, I don't want you to contact me anymore. And that's going to be really, really hard for you. And I'm not saying do that right now. I'm saying ask yourself at what point will you need to do that in order for him to make the decision? Because he can't make it on his own for some reason. He needs an ultimatum. The question is, are you willing to live by the ultimatum? And that's a hard one. And I'm, I'm not telling you <laughs> to live by it now. But what I'm saying is you got to at least think about this in your mind. I've tried. I've tried to give him an ultimatum. But it's almost like tearing yourself apart with to somebody that's a part of you, you know, yeah. like it's very difficult to find someone who shares your exact faith, your exact yeah. belief, who enjoys the exact same things, who admits you're their best friend, you know. No, yep. It's, question is how long even, can you do it? I don't it? even want to date. How long? <laughs> I know, but the question is how long can you do it? That's the real question because you've got something great, but the question is how long? And can you stay in this state for the next 10 years? I mean, if you're good with it, you know, everything's perfect. He's my soul. I love him. But we're not going to be married, and this is going to be our existence. If you can do that for another decade, go for it. But if you can't, you've got to answer the question. I've never been a very patient person. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to okay. answer that question and give yourself a bit of a timeline. Say, hey, listen, now it's this month. I'll give it to the end of the year. And if there's no movement forward that shows me any positive signs, by the end of the year, then next year, I'm moving on, and I don't want you to contact me anymore. And you're right. It's like severing off your own soul, your own hand, your own arm. But the reality is either you move on, right, uh, and then grieve it, and then start over, or you hold on another year, and then another year, and each, each year you're dying more and more because you there's a man who can't make a decision and and honestly if he can't make a decision after the amount of time you've been together give it another year or whatever to the end of this year if he can't make a decision to show you any engagement or movement forward by then i don't care how connected you guys are you don't want to marry him because he's not going to be able to make other decisions that are going to be really big later and you're going to be hurt yeah hurting it's for certain like a, it's like a precision it's like he wants a certificate of guarantee, like like a like uh, like an engineer who can't move because he's so focused on precision. Well, it's the of stepping out on faith. It's the paralysis of analysis. It's the fear of failure. 
there's a lot there, and I'm glad he's in therapy, but at the end of the day, therapy or not, Anonymous still has to answer one question, not to me right now on the air, but to herself, how long? And once you settle that in your mind, I think that's going to give you the strength to, to communicate it to him and to help him move forward, because he needs it more than you do. I know you think that you know maybe you're just pushing him, but he actually needs it more than you do. It's kind of like when your lease is. I guess I've just been when you're a Christian, when you're in a Christian relationship, and you're not, you're not like sexually active anyway. It's still that spending so much time together is still a connection, and it's still intimacy, and it's it's really hard to part. But yeah. I don't like giving up on people, especially when I see that they're trying, they're in sure. therapy or whatever. I, I just feel like I'm abandoning. Well, you haven't done that my yet. My best friend and I. You haven't done that yet, and again, that's why the that's why it's Wisdom Wednesday, and, and the topic is salvaging failing relationships because you're not giving up yet. You're trying to salvage it. What I'm trying to do is simply put a question in your brain that you're going to have to ask when you're off the air, and that is even to God, how okay. long, how long, how long, how long, and you're going to have to settle that at some point. Or if I'm on the air five years from now, you may be calling me saying, Doc, he still hasn't made a decision yet. <laughs> no. And, uh, you know, and I, I haven't been married. I don't have kids. I mean, whatever the issue is. And that's what happens with some people because they just keep holding on and holding on and holding on and they never make a change. I'm not telling you to make a change now. I'm telling you to ask the question, take it to prayer, and uh, let's see if God kind of gives you an idea that, you know what, he's moving forward. It's a little bit slow, but hang on. Uh, but for how long? That's and everyone says that because I'm, I won't let go. Other people aren't, you know. Everybody just thinks I'm married to this gentleman, so it's, I'm never going to meet anybody until I let go. And it's just hard uh, to let go. So I understand. Well, hopefully, okay. I helped you today Bye. a little bit. I hope uh, you know talking it through gave you a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of comfort along the way, my sister. So <laughs> In your opinion, it's not quitting on people. Like you don't give up on you don't give up on a family member. You don't give up on you're your, not family your child members. or your brother. Or your sister. You're not family members. But but it's like but it's it's you're it's not like married. You be closer to a friend. Nope. You're not married. <laughs> you're not married. You're treating him like he's your husband. Y'all okay. just don't have the certificate. You're not married. You have yep, no obligation exactly. to him. Okay. Your obligation okay. is to be a nice person, and you can date if you want to. But the reality is. You're putting your life on hold for somebody that can't make a decision like he's a family member. Now, if y'all were already married and you were saying this to me, I'd be giving you nope. different counsel. Nope. But you're not married. So okay. you have no obligation okay. to him. Your obligation is to yourself to free yourself so you can marry somebody else who may be out there waiting for you. I, I just don't know. But uh, stop okay. acting like you're married. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Okay. It's just. Okay. Is that helpful? I know it's hard to hear, but that's why it's yeah. real talk, right? <laughs> no, it's helpful. I just I've been treating him like a family member. Yep. With that type of unconditional love. Yep. And, and he's not. And you know, but I mean, once he once he becomes once he becomes a family member, then treat him that way. But right now, he's not treating you okay. like a family member. He's you know the reality. Okay. He, he is not treating you like a family member. He's he's treating you like a. A friend on the side who's always there. He loves you, too, and all that. That's all well and good, but he's not treating you like a family member, so I don't think you ought to treat him like a family member. I mean, a family member in the Lord, you know, like your other brothers, but look, until he put a ring on it, you better listen You better listen to Beyonce. <laughs> so okay, anyway, God, God bless you. Uh, that's anonymous and, uh, in Elkridge, Maryland, and, you know, if you like it, put a ring on it. 
And, uh, you know, in this, in this case, uh, this sister is trying to do it God's way and being patient. And, and this brother, maybe because of whatever reasons he has, he doesn't want to commit. Sometimes men just don't want to commit, and they don't want to tell you. And he doesn't know how to let you down. Uh, and so he's just going to string you along. Uh, and that's not helping you either. So sometimes the men need the woman to draw the line. Sorry, I hate it like that, but sometimes it's just the way it is. We don't have what it takes to do what we should, and the woman has to step up, as y'all always do. I'm giving you your props, okay, ladies? I'm giving you your props. But the reality is uh, you got to make some decisions for yourself. Well, listen, I'm going to run in just a moment uh, to my commercial break, but I have some good news for you, and that is this. On May 13th, that's Mother's Day of 2018, I'm pleased to announce that Bridgeway Community Church is opening its new Owens Mills Reisterstown campus. Live worship, a live pastoral host, a message from me uh, via video. It's going to be amazing. If you want more information, go to bridgeway.cc. That's May 13th, Mother's Day, 2018, 10.30 a.m., Opening up Bridgeway Community Church in Owens Mills, Reisterstown, Maryland, outside of Baltimore in Baltimore County. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be fabulous. Well, I'm coming back in just three minutes. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How would you like to renovate your entire home without having to open your checkbook or liquidate your 401k. Hey everyone, this is Brian. And this is Mike of Fellowship Home Loans. Get that kitchen you've always wanted. Renovate that master bedroom without going broke and create the dream house you always wanted and actually make money while doing it. In some cases, you can actually have a six month break in making your mortgage payment. As a direct lender, we will hold your hand through every step of the way and make your dream house a reality. If you want to find out more about whether or not you qualify for a 203k loan, call us today at 800-804-SAVE or visit fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-SAVE or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans, mortgage lending guided by Christian principles. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. Hi, Don Crow here for WAVA, and we're partnering with the Bible League International on Open the Floodgates, Bibles for Africa. Now, our goal is to send 6,700 Bibles from the WAVA listening family to our brothers and sisters in Christ in Africa. In this region of the world, Bibles are scarce for many reasons, including the remoteness of where people live. In Ethiopia, church planters and evangelists trained using resources from Bible League International travel hours by car, by foot, to lead Bible studies in remote places. Let's send them the Bibles they need in order to share Christ and see lives transformed for His glory. You can join us here at WAVA by sending a Bible for just $5 or 15 Bibles for $75. And a limited-time matching gift will send twice as many Bibles. Just call 800-670-9110. That's 800-670-9110. Or click on the Open the Floodgates Bibles for Africa banner at WAVA.com. God bless you for caring. Do you have money in the stock market? Are you watching it bounce all over the place? While you're focused on the short-term movement, you might actually be missing what time it really is. We are late in the business cycle, interest rates are flying higher, and overvalued stocks and bonds are going to come down. It's time for a new strategy, gold. 
My name's Adam Barada. I'm the founder of goldisabetterway.com. And I'm so certain gold is going higher in price and going to outperform stocks and bonds. I've created the world's first gold retirement protection platform ever built. If you have an IRA or 401k, I want to give you free access. Once you see this, you'll have no choice but to agree. And all you need to do is call for your special code. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. On a recorded line, you'll get a special code. You can join the site for free. No salespeople, no rigmarole. Just call 800-900-8000. Get your code. Get it now. Gold is a better way. Gold is a better way. Gold is a better way.com. If you're watching me on Facebook Live, you can see I got a little fresh fade, you know, just kind of a little lineup. But I got it from Christopher's Barber Studio in Elkridge, Maryland. Thank you, Kent, uh, for giving me that giving me that fresh fade this morning. If you're looking for a place to get your hair cut, other people to get their hair cut, you know, like your kids or, or whatever, make sure you take them over to Christopher's Barber Studio in Elkridge, Maryland. You can find them at Christopher'sBarberStudio.com. If you're just joining us, it's Wisdom Wednesday. We're talking about salvaging failing relationships uh when should you salvage failing relationships and when should you move on well on my facebook live page uh the conversation's going on there uh as well and by the way uh, carl uh, mcgugan said he's going to be at our new campus in owens mills uh Reisterstown, maryland thanks a lot i appreciate that make sure uh, y'all come check us out there just go to bridgeway.cc that's the church i pastor and you can find out all of our services in our columbia maryland campus or on our new owens mills reisterstown campus all right i'm gonna give you my number then i'm going to raleigh north carolina here's my number 888-432-7434 all right let's go to zakia in raleigh north carolina hi zakia how are you I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Thanks for calling from down so, south. What's going on with you? <laughs> no problem. Um, so my dad um, has been having dreams and prophecies. He's been having dreams and what else? Prophecies? Zakia, it looks like I can't hear oh. you. Let's go can back. You can you hear me now? Okay. Dreams and prophecies. Continue on. Yeah, so he's been having dreams, and he said that I, I've been involved in them. And so he calls me one day. He actually called me twice. And he's like, hey, Zakia, um, I've been having this dream that, you know, you're going to be famous, and people, a lot of people are going to know who you are. He says, Zakia, you're going you're gonna to start this, this club, this program called WISE, and a lot of people are going to know about it. Mm-hmm. He said there's even going to be a law created, and the law is going to be like the Jones Act, the Jones Act or something. And he said, but Zakia, I don't have all the instructions. He said, in my dream, I was told that um, Dr. Anderson has the steps on what you have to do next. He mm. said, tell him everything that I said to you, and he has to give you the next step. Wow. He told me to call you and that you would have the next steps for me. Wow. And was I in his dream? 
<laughs> I don't know, but those were the instructions that I were given. That huh. I was given. I want to know if I was wearing a wooden bow tie at the time, because I got one on right now, <laughs> and it's pretty fly. <laughs> All right, so listen, Zakia, this is how I deal with this when people have dreams or visions or words for me. I never discount them. I always put them on what I call the back burner of my spirit, and I let it sit okay. there, and then I let God bring it forward. Does that make sense to okay. you? Because if I yeah. start acting on other people's words for me, I could be scatterbrained because everybody has a word. And so what I do is mm -hmm. I, I receive it. I say, thank you so much for that. I receive that. Uh, and then I put it on literally the back burner of my brain. Now, I do have in my computer also a, a folder called the prophet's wealth. And when, when people prophesy or give me a word, sometimes I'll write it in there or they'll write me a word on email. I'll copy paste it and put it in the prophet's well. And that way, if something comes to pass, I can look back and see, oh, yeah, that that prophecy is confirmed. But sometimes it, right. doesn't, it doesn't come to pass. Well, what I do is I just say maybe it is and maybe it isn't. Lord, I'll just put it on the back burner. And if you want to bring it forward okay. again. And so what happened then, let's just say this is real. What happened then? is somebody else will come up with the same kind of dream and they'll say to you hey listen this is what the lord said to me then all of a sudden you're like oh wow i need to write you know i need to write this down as god's bringing it back again and uh, th that's how you deal with it and and honor it because okay. you don't want to dishonor it you don't want to okay. discount it uh but you also don't want to change your whole life over it making a phone call to me that's great um you know because it's it's not costing you anything to make that step happen but there are some people it costs them a lot of money because they act on somebody else's prophetic word. I believe you ought to move to, you know, uh, to, you know, New Jersey, or I believe you need to go to Hollywood. And what happened, they changed their uh -huh. whole life on that word. What I say, you got to have that uh -huh. word confirmed several times before you move on it. Is that helpful to you? It's very helpful okay. to me. His, his dream or his vision um, has been in line with two other ones that I've been given previously. Excellent. So when he told it to me, yeah, when he told it to me, I was like, wow, like another lady said this twice to me before. Excellent. Now, is so this, thank you. I'll, is this something you want? The vision of that um, dream, is this something you want in your life as well? It's something that I've seen myself before. Like, you know how, like I have a lot of dreams and visions too. So sure. it's something that I've seen myself before. And this was before um, the people had told me that it was going to happen. If that's the case, if you've already had it confirmed several times and you also see it in your own uh, mind's eye, then I would say the next step is to start doing it. You know, wh what is the next step to get you to that? Because it's not just going to happen okay. to you, right? So if that is your destiny to, to do this, uh, then I would say, okay, so what are the next steps I need to do in order to make it happen? And I'd start moving myself that way, whether it's uh, training, mentoring, apprenticing, education, okay. investing, okay. networking, moving. Okay. Now I'd start moving toward that direction because it's also in line with what's in your mind's eye and it's being confirmed. So that's what I would say the next step would be. How's that sound? Okay. That sounds great. Hey, Thank keep, you. Keep me posted on this, okay? Okay, I will. Blessings to you. That's Zakia. From Raleigh, North Carolina. When I get back, I'm going to Deborah in Washington, D.C., Anonymous in Woodbridge, Virginia. And I'm coming to you because I still have two open lines if you want it. 888-43-BRIDGE. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Bibu Hailu answered in one of her essays like this. 
I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebna Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. I'm loving seeing all the conversation on my Facebook page. Thank you, team. I see all of you there. Angel, Linda, I see you all. Carolina Montenegro, hello. And for the rest of you, Carl and Ellen, thank you so much. Continue to uh, chat it up there on my Facebook Live page. And remember, you can always go back and watch and listen to the show and still contribute. So let your friends know. You can always forward the link as well. Today we're talking about salvaging failing relationships when should you salvage failing relationships and when should you just move on that's what we're talking about my phone number triple eight four three bridge let's go to washington dc and talk to deborah who's on the line hi deborah it's dr anderson how you doing fine yourself dr anderson oh i'm alive and grateful thanks for calling me what are you thinking I'm thinking, uh, when do you let go or do you still hold on to your prayers because you love your family so dearly, but you've been rejected from them for years, and you even turn the other cheek and do things that you normally wouldn't do to show them I'm different, I've changed, Mm -hmm. I'm not the person that you think I am, Um, not that I've been out there in the world doing crises or anything, you know, drugging or alcohol. It's just that I gave my life to Christ, and from that point for years, my family just just mm. got away, just got away. Then I had to ask myself, well, why would you want that anyway? Mm. Because I love my family. I feel that I need family. I need, that's my support, but I also understand it's not the right kind of healthy support. What do you do when you say enough? Is enough. Well, it sounds. I can tell you some stories. Well, it sounds like you already have the answer, 
And uh, that is, you're, you know, you've been rejected by your family because of your faith in Christ, and they're not that healthy for you anyway. I think what you're doing is you're simply grieving uh, the pain of feeling rejected. And uh, this is when you have to bond with a new family, your new Christian family, uh, and because uh, until your other family comes around, uh, you're going to be lonely. And uh, I don't want you to be completely lonely when you have so many other brothers and sisters in Christ who, who can be your new spiritual family. Are you connected to a church anywhere, Miss Deborah? Yes, I am. And do you th- feel like you have a couple good Christian sisters and brothers who you can build relationships with? Uh, I've tried in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't get in people's way of their lifestyle. And sometimes I've been rejected there as well, Fred. So sometimes people don't want you to know what they're doing after church is out. Sure. Do, so. you, do you feel like it's a lonely existence for you? Because when you meet other people, you expect them to walk with the Lord. And then when you get to know them, you realize that they're not completely walking with the Lord. Yes, I'm going to be honest, and I tell myself I'm being judgmental, mm-hmm. not that I meant, mean to be. Right. It's just that I want, I just want to walk as straight as I can. Yeah, it's it sounds to me like you have some really good standards, and you have uh, the Word of God, um, but you probably have some, some judgmentalism in you that probably comes across to other people, so then they're not going to want to spend time with you. That's a part of being a sort of a sold-out uh, Christian, but also it can be a personality thing, Miss Deborah. And so I just wonder if you can make your brain say, hey, listen, I'm going to go out with these people or, you know, we're going to go have dinner. I know that they're not 100% sold out, but I'm going to let God work on them. I'm just going to have a good time with them. Do you think you can make that shift or is that just too hard for you? I made that shift several times, but I also can sense uh, they're being uncomfortable with me. So in order not to make anyone uncomfortable with me, I try to just move on or stay my distance. Right, right. Well, that's that's a tough one, right? Because you you don't want to give compromise on your standards and you don't want to feel like uh, you're making them uncomfortable. And so it seems like you're going to have to find a couple of people who kind of live the same values as, as you do so that y'all can be comfortable in the same setting. For instance, if you go to someone's dinner and uh, a, a bunch of Christians and they have some wine on the table and you don't feel like drinking wine is, is the way God wants you to go, it can make them feel uncomfortable. Or, or you can be like, hey, go ahead and enjoy your wine. I just, you know, I'm fasting from it. It's not my thing. There's a couple ways to handle that. You know, most people would be like, okay, fine, she's cool with it. But other times people aren't, you know, feel like, no, she's judging us because we're having wine and she's not. You know, so, again, I don't know your personality. I don't know your flow. If your flow is like, no, nah, y'all go ahead and enjoy that, but that's just not my thing. But you know what? Cheers. I'll, I'll give you a cheers with my Diet Coke. Then it's cool. But if you can't do that because it's your personality or it's just the way your convictions roll, then you're right. They're not going to feel comfortable around you having a glass of wine when they know that you kind of, you know what, I don't even think that this is a right thing to do. So then you need to hang out with people who are, A, not going to have wine on the table, or B, have decided that while you're there, they're not going to have wine at the table, and y'all can just relate without it. So 
probably you got to find somebody or somebodies who live the same values as you so you don't feel like you're always the judgmental one in the group. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Now, one other thing. When, when, is, when should I know it's really, really time to let this go with my family? Because this has been quite a few years. And well, even when I try my, on my own to let it go, I find myself going right back. I'm there whenever the need. That's my opportunity to jump in, to be good a Samaritan and this and that and the other. Yeah. And then I go back empty. Yeah. I go back home empty. Yeah, I would say, uh, and it's just my opinion, serve them when you can. Don't expect anything from them so your heart's not broken and so you're not longing for the relationship to turn. It'll turn when it's supposed to turn. There's nothing you can do about it. So just let that expectation go. And when they need something and you feel like, in the Lord, I can serve them, serve them with no expectation. Think of it like washing their feet, even though they may deny you, betray you, doubt you, like Thomas or Peter or Judas. You know, just serve them and move on, okay? Don't have any expectation. That way, if something does change, awesome. But most likely, if it's not going to change, at least now you're not going to be hurt. But if you go in there serving, hoping that they're going to change, hoping that they're going to see you differently, hoping that, you know, they're going to say that they're sorry or, or welcome you back into the club, that longing is actually going to defeat you. So you defeat it by saying, I don't need it anymore. I'll just serve when I'm needed. If I feel like it, otherwise I'm moving on. And it's a mental shift and a spiritual shift you have to make. I'm not saying it's easy, but it, you almost have to make that shift in order to survive with your family. That's my two cents. What do you think? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, may the Lord give you wisdom, Deborah. May the Lord bless you. And thank you so much uh, for calling. Hey, listen, let's go on over to Glendale, Maryland, and talk to Mike, who's on the line. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing today? Hey, how you doing, Mike? How you doing? I'm doing great. What's your comment or question, please? Yes, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for your, your work, man. You do some mighty good work in the kingdom. I really appreciate your work. You are kind. Thank um, you, brother. Um, been married now for going on to, um, 17, mm-hmm. 16, almost 17 years, and uh, just wanted to know, um, been having some problems with my um, with my, my marriage and um, seeked outside help from, with my marriage as far as um, outside of Christi- Christianity marriage uh, just because I really wanted to get some professional sure. help when it comes to my marriage. Okay. And uh, my question, my problem is, is the fact that uh, with this relationship, I just want to know if it's a time to let go. Um, How long have you been married, been Mike? In and out of, excuse me? How long have you been married? 16 years. And you guys have tried counseling, you've tried all of this, and now you just kind of, if I'm, if I have it right, tell me if I have it right, you're just, you're down, you're done, and you're wondering, is, is it time to just move on? Yes, because uh, she's she's not uh, doing what the counseling says do. So right. wh- why go to counseling if you're not going to do what the counseling is telling you to do? Right, right, right. And so, so yeah. it, uh, what it is is basically uh, not uh, not working, uh, not wanting to not, not wanting to work, not comp- completing the vows that you said. You know, uh, you know, in the marriage, and, and I'm like, okay, if faith without works is dead, from my understanding. Sure. And you have to uh, impl- implement that. Uh, you know, you have to get out and do what, you know, do what it takes. And I, and I, right now, I'm in a spine where I need her 
to be sure. a helpmate, and she's not doing that part. I got it. Well, hold on. Let me get through this break, and when I get on the other side, let's wrestle it down a little bit. It's Real Talk. I'll be right back. People ask us all the time, what makes us different as a direct lender? Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. As a direct lender, there are any number of things that are working to your advantage. Because there's no middleman, you deal directly with the decision makers. So what that means to you is that there's one less person in the process, and that savings is passed on to you. And we make the decisions in our office. And this is done in a matter of weeks, not months. As a mortgage lender guided by Christian principles, our priorities are different. And as a direct lender, we approach each lending situation differently, too. We work hard to ensure that everything we do demonstrates this commitment. Give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-7283 or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. Hi, Don Crow here with the Bible League. Thank you for listening to the Open the Floodgates Bibles for Africa radio special from Bible League International. Today, you can send a new believer her very first Bible in her own language and at a level she can understand. Before last year, Amara in Madagascar had never heard the name of Jesus. Now she follows him and is determined to share Christ with everyone she meets, even those in the grips of spiritual darkness who are hostile to the gospel. But she needs her own Bible. How neat it will be to share with your family over dinner tonight that you've sent a Bible to someone like Amara in Africa. All it takes is $5. $500 sends 100 Bibles. And a limited time match will send twice as many Bibles. Just call 800-670-9110. That's 800-670-9110. Or you can give at WAVA.com. By sharing now, you'll also help WAVA and the Bible League meet our shared goal of sending 6,700 Bibles to Africa. And thank you so much for caring. MyPillow has now made it easier than ever to own a MyPillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in the USA, washable and dryable, but here is one of their best offers yet. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-517-3636. Use the promo code WAVA to take advantage of the four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Now you can take your MyPillow with you when you travel and even give one to a friend. There's no excuse to delay any longer purchase the best pillow you'll ever own call 800-517-3636 get the four-pack special that's 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows my pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer call 800-517-3636 notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home or now even when you travel call 800-517-3636 or go to mypillow.com and use the promo code wava This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
That's andersonspeaks.com. And I'm back, and I appreciate all, all of your support. Hey, listen, let me go back to Mike and Glendale. Mike, uh, you're at a situation where you want to make a decision on this relationship. It sounds like it's failing, but you guys are married. You've gone through counseling, but you're hurt. And you're hurt because she's not fulfilling what her duties are as a wife and as the counselor has said. What does she want? She says that she she wants um, to do to 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 do uh, what she's supposed to do, but she's not. Um, she's saying one thing and doing another, and I don't understand. We have any children? We don't have any children. Okay. And I've been trying and trying. We have, you know, we've broken up a couple of times and got back together. And I said after the, after the second time, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I, I really choose not to to do it a third time. And um, she, I asked her, she says, well, I'm going to do right, I'm going to do right. And then it always, you know, let me down, let, you know, let, let us down. And, you know, it's just, it's just, I don't understand. I don't, and I don't know if it's something in the past or anything. She she won't tell me what's going on in the counseling, you know, which is not really my business, but I thought that she probably will let me know what was going on in the counseling. She just won't, yeah. she won't let me in. I don't know what's yeah. going on. So, therefore, yeah. I feel as though that if you're not letting me in, you're not doing the things as, as uh, just I, I feel as a help makes supposed to do, and um, I mean, do do I hold on to it? Well, you're 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 frustrated. Uh, you need to hold on. You need to be patient, and you need to get some brothers around you to help pray you through it. But the re- bottom line is, how long can you hang on? And that's what your issue is right now. You're like, look, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm working hard. I'm trying, but look, I, I need some help, Lord. If the Lord doesn't help you, you're gonna fail, and I get it. Okay, and you need her to do what she's supposed to do and be what she's supposed to be. And I don't know all of her issues. I don't know why she's not letting you in. Uh, I don't know what she's dealing with. But I do know that a man like yourself probably can only hold on so long. So all I can do is empathize with you and ask you to pray for wisdom and pray for strength to hold on. And that's what you got to do. Pray for strength to hold on uh, because you can't do it on your own. Because your flesh is screaming, I got to get out of this. I, I can only live this way so long. <laughs> I got it. I feel it. I understand. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean, it's it, but it's I been understand. it's been six. I've been going for sixteen years, man. I I don't I, I just don't know if I can go any longer. I'm ready. I'm ready to just yep. call it quits and just separate, not divorce, yep. just separate and just be done. That's what you need to say to the Lord. You need to say that to the Lord, and you need to hear from Him on it. That's the bottom line. You know, you sound like David in the song. Lord, how long? I can't do it anymore. Uh, you know, and you just need to tell, tell that to the Lord, and he has to minister his word His word to you. I'm not going to give you permission to leave, okay? But I'm not no, going to tell, tell you that I, I don't feel you either. What I'm saying is you just need to go ahead and take that to the Lord and let the Lord minister something to you that I can't. That's really the bottom line, okay, Mike? And the only thing I hear when I hear from the Lord, like you said before to the other last caller, before the last one, you say you hear it. Uh, when someone's giving you a prophecy, you try to hear it and get confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. Yeah, yeah, I hear And it. I know the Lord let, doesn't like divorce. That's but true. When is that hey, time me, when you... I don't know when that time is. I wish I could answer it. But let yes, me pr- let me pray you. really quickly for you. Lord, I pray for Mike. Give him wisdom even now. Give him your strength even now in Jesus' name. Thank you for the show. Amen and amen. 